Do you believe in reincarnation? Well, in 1998, in San Francisco, California, a little boy named James Linegar was born. After being taken to a museum that housed World War II planes, James started to exhibit certain behaviors and memories of a previous life. Is this the works of an old-souled child? Or is he a candidate for reincarnation? That's what we explore this week on Everything That's Weird. Welcome to the podcast, Everything That's Weird. We are your hosts, Anthony and Brandon. Tonight, we're talking about a very interesting story. Yeah. This is the story of James Leninger. And this is a case for reincarnation. Is it real or not? Yeah, and this is supposedly one of the like the the most believable cases of it. So I heard about this. Um, I'm always into weird stories. Um, and I heard about this. I saw a YouTube video on this. Um, and I think what I saw was something... Later in this story, it's, it's it was either like a it was either like a 2020 or like a Fox Spotlight or something, some kind of like special segment, right? On this kid, yeah. I I had never heard of it. I had like just randomly come across it, and I said something to you, and you were like, "Yeah, of course I've heard of it." You know, <laughs> <laughs> is it fucking um, weird? Yeah, I heard it. I've uh, so I don't. I don't know as, as in detailed, um, but it's a fairly modern case. Yes. Fairly. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean in the last, like, 30 years. Yeah, I mean, um, the the boy that's, that we're talking about was born in 98. Okay. So, pretty recent. And I mean, his mom's in, um, his dad's in Human Resources, which is a very... Um, you know, modern job title. That's yeah, <laughs> he's he's uh. <laughs> as soon as I, soon as I read that, I was like, ah, twenties. If, 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 if you read the, the his mom and dad, it sounds like he's a douche, and her dreams don't matter. <laughs> right. She sounds like a fifties homemaker. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. All right, so. So as the story goes, uh, James Madison Leininger was born on uh, April 10th of 1998 in uh, San Francisco. And like you said, his dad was a human resources executive. Um, and his mom was a, a resume writer, homemaker, and professional, well, a former, this is what got me, the former professional dancer. Somebody had to give up their dreams. Okay. So in the, <laughs> in the movie... They, they, they moved from Texas to Louisiana, and it was like shortly after they made that move. Um, at about two years old, James started recanting uh, visions and not having nightmares. I mean, over the over that the, the time of this story, his his nightmares progressively got worse and worse. And they were they were they were like vivid nightmares about yeah. World War II. Yeah, actual um, him getting shot down 
in World War II. Which for a two-year-old is super heavy, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, come on. Right. So, and this is like, it's a case with like most uh, reincarnation stories you hear. And there are several out there, but they, they, it's always there when they're really young, they have these vivid memories. And as they get older, they slowly fade. But I'm always surprised at some of the ages they say in these reincarnation stories about when they started talking about certain things, specific things and how advanced it's like he was 22 months old. Yeah. When he first started talking. In the, so in the next segment, we're, well, I'll address that. But yes, go ahead. So it all started at, at about that age when his dad took him to the James Cavanaugh Flight Museum in Dallas. And he was like absolutely obsessed with the World War II planes. Right. Um, they, they like had to force him to leave. He was like throwing a temper tantrum because he did not want to leave. Right. And um, he said uh, his mom, one of the one of the earliest things that happened to him was that he was they were passing the actually passing the gift shop, the to- uh, passing a, a toy shop when his mom saw this bin full of toys and planes and stuff. And she picked one up and she said, oh, look. This one even has a bomb underneath it. Mm-hmm. And if he said, that's not, not a bomb, bomb, mommy. It's a dwop tank. God damn it. <laughs> right? <laughs> they, everything, every single article I looked at, they spelled drop W with a W. I, I, me too. It's driving me nuts. Dwop tank. Dwop tank. Because that so, is how he said it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, they, so they started talking to him about it. And it was like shortly after he turned two is when he started having these these nightmares, right? And he he was like freaking out. And he would he wake up and he'd say, airplane crash, plane's on fire, little man can't get out. And and they they were so they, they were just obviously they're curious, they're asking him questions. And he starts saying details that are like, it would be one thing if you were having a nightmare and you were like, I was in a plane and it blew up. Right. But he's like, I was flying a Corsair. Right. 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 Like, how does he know? So he says he he flew a Corsair (laughs) off a boat from a boat. And the name of that boat was the Natomi. He said Natomi. And despite it sounding Japanese, the Natomi was uh, the USS Natomi Bay. There was an actual aircraft carrier called that. Right. And uh, he related. over the next few months, he started relating more and more details. And one of them was that he had a friend that was a fighter pilot also that was Jack Larson was his name. Mm-hmm. But he said he'd been shot down in Iwo Jima. And they'll mm-hmm. find out later that Jack Larson actually wasn't shot down. I think it's crazy that there is a Jack Larson. Right. But um, so it was constant with him. He's playing with toys. He's crashing them into furniture he's breaking them you know what i mean but it was like every time they talked to him he would fill them in on these more and more details and he would call the american planes wildcats and corsairs and he'd refer to the japanese planes as zeke's and betty's right and when his parents later looked into it they found out that those were the names that they used to go by well wildcat and corsair were their names but zeke's and betty's were designated you know nicknames for the japanese and that's that's a crazy that is a really crazy detail to remember or to know to know yes yeah so god god and they and and the other thing is he would sign his drawings james three now you'll hear people say that's because that was his age at the time 
But I think I don't. I, I think he was doing it when he was two and three. So I don't think it was just stuck to three. I could be wrong, but I think yeah. It was, and my kids don't sign their name with their name with their age age right. after it. Yeah, and they and and here's the thing. You're thinking, well, he's just the second. Well, the person that they believe him to have been was James Houston Jr., mm-hmm. making him the third James. So. Um, it, it it got to that to the weird point where the dad who didn't believe in reincarnation, blah blah blah, he's getting uncomfortable with this thing, so he starts looking into it, and he does a bunch of research, and and the more he looks into it, the more everything he's saying is ringing true. I mean, right down to the the names of the planes, the the carrier that the plane took off of. He once he starts seeing those, he's like, I got to do a deep dive. You know what I mean? He right. starts really looking, and he goes in, sure. and finds this Jack Larson in it. That was kind of off-putting for him. I think it was maybe a little relief at first to find out Jack Larson wasn't dead in a plane crash, but the fact that he found Jack Larson and that he would have known James Houston Jr. Yeah, is is super freaky, and there it was. Uh, near Iwo Jima that he was about 21 years old when James uh, McCready Houston Jr. was shot down mm-hmm. in an FM2 Wildcat. Okay. Not a Corsair like he said. Right. But later on they would visit the the sister, the living sister of James McCready Houston Jr. and she would show him a picture and the photograph she had of him was him posing in front of a Corsair, which he apparently flew quite often. So just before we go any further, like we're not going to dissect this kid's... (laughs) Here's why. He didn't... He doesn't have like an ulterior motive. Right. All right. So like he's too young for us to like pick it apart. Right. Right. So that's not what we're doing. What so we're going to do... Even if he was incorrect, it would right. more, more, most likely be him trying to please what is exciting his parents. And I think that the the story of this story yeah. is that whether or not reincarnation is the thing. Right. At all. At all. Right? And yeah. this is a specific example of a kid that's giving very specific details of a story right. of somebody that died and maybe you know the spirit that lives in his body is either this guy or somebody around these people and right. there's been a lot of um, I think a lot of people and I say people and I mean news and this isn't just whether it's Fox or CNN or ABC or whatever they all kind of try to pick this kid apart, which is dumb to me. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. The fact, like you said, the fact that he even knows that there's Corsairs and Wildcats. Right. I didn't know that. It's mind blowing. No, I didn't know that. Right. So, like, okay. So, like, we're not trying to pick the kid apart at all. Right. And, we're and, just and, saying there's and just this like story. You said, all those people that were doing that to that, to, to that, they, they, um, they themselves, not, not a single one of them 
had an answer for everything. So right. it wasn't like they could debunk everything. They 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 right. had stuff they faltered on, and they and it and like some of their arguments were weak on certain parts because it was like, and it's like yeah, and so, like one of the guys you recognize my voice, right? Mm-hmm. So see, so because some of them they're saying it's 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 a lot of anecdotal stuff, right? But he attended a re. Uh, uh, his dad took him to this reunion at Natoma Bay of Natoma Bay Pilots and he said James actually recognized the voice of one of the guys there right. like he recognized his voice it was so, Bob Bob Greenwald was yeah. the guy's name yeah right um so at this point this is kind of where the news starts to get involved um but like where where does it end up? So he okay, so he he keeps he he meets with some child psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Um but he keeps kind kind of this behavior and whatever. And his dad takes him to a few of these like things that he doesn't want to leave and he's recognizing certain certain things that there's no reason he should even know what they are. Yeah. Um, and then they find out about the Natoma. Mm-hmm. Natomi, right? Natoma. The Natoma. And they realize that there is a guy named Jack Larson. Yeah. Yep. And so was he shot down? No, he was not. He was alive while all this was happening. Okay. He was still alive when um, this story was building traction. But there, there was, I mean, he, he, there were several things that he'd said um, that verified his statements when he was asking, like, Jack Larson, he had actually found him and was talking to him um uh, a report it was a uh, tucker yeah i named tucker was doing a, a piece on it but tucker was, carlson no it was not <laughs> tucker carlson <laughs> it took they only put tucker on here the whole time and it took me forever to find out that it wasn't tucker carlson i was like okay i can't, can't put this on that anyway his plane was shot in the engines and crashed in the water he died in the battle of yajima the plane was on fire and sank. He couldn't get out. He flew a Corsair. His plane flew off a boat, and his plane was shot down by the Japanese. Um, and Corsairs tended to get flat tires when they landed. He he had, he had also talked about that. So, like all these pinpoint spots, they were like, "You can't dispute these things." He said, "These things are true." Mm-hmm. So, and they and and those are the things that they were talking about, like where the family wouldn't really have that we wouldn't be really privy to that information ahead of time you know what i mean because there was a lot of talk about um him taking him to that museum and maybe that that influenced him to say the things he was saying and do the things that he was doing you know but um and they, so the they kid, went they the ran kid, down a list of stuff it was so like the, you can't the kid's now like 24 yeah and um you know he so he's still remembers these intense like feelings and visions or whatever mm-hmm. um, his parents wrote a book um, 
you know, he really doesn't have any kind of explanation for like why this happened. Um, and he really tries to stay like out of the public eye, mm-hmm. which to me, it's like the Bob Lazar thing. Mm-hmm. Like when people just really just, you know, have a set of facts that they know and they really try to stay out of the public eye. To me, it's like, okay, you want to pick apart the details, but like, what about like the big facts? Yeah. And he sat down with, with, um, Houston's sister mm-hmm. and she was like amazed at the stuff he knew. Right. And they even went to, there was a time where they took him to um, one of the Corsair planes. And he was like walking around at pre-flight check. And he was, he was like, just like a pilot would do his pre-flight check. He was walking around at three years old, pointing out all the different things and saying, this needs to be checked and you need to look here and this needs to be done. And uh, you know what I mean? He was going through it like a pre-flight check. They said it was unbelievable. So what what this what this story is is that we have a kid that is very young. Mm-hmm. And he is having very vivid um recollections of being shot down in World War II. He is living in 1998, 2000 at this point, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um and his parents are trying to like manifest this or do research about it or whatever mm-hmm. um, well because they were just as I think they were kind of naive about all the stuff too you know they didn't really know all this information they had to go look it up when he'd say things they had to look it up for themselves according to them they they had no previous knowledge of any of this stuff they were amazed that he knew it. They they weren't even sure he was right until they looked it up you know they were like and so at first they're like okay whatever um but then they're really kind of into it and his dad does a bunch of research to find out like you know what his son is saying is true mm-hmm. and then they come find out like a lot of it is true yeah and like those those key facts I, I pointed out were the ones that were like you can't dispute that. He said it, and that's exactly what happened, according to right. all so his is research. This, is, this, is this three-year-old in 2000, like a reincarnated pilot from World War II? And that that is the question. Right. And then they went on, his dad went on, um, he went on Fox and Friends in like 2012. And um, James was like 15 at the time. And he said that the, the nightmares ceased when they did a spiritual release because it was, I think he was like 11 when they did it. Mm-hmm. They went to the, the, cause they, they could pinpoint the site of the crash. Like they knew where that, that, where he crashed at and they went out there and, um, they did this like letting go spiritual release experience at the site of the crash. And they, he said that after that, he had no more nightmares and, and the vivid memories diminished to, like you said, just emotions and feelings and stuff. Right. So <laughs> then, then after the story comes out, um, that there's, you know, this kid that has these recollections, it kind of gets picked apart 
but nobody ever really like debunks it. They just kind of say there's facts here and there that are inaccurate yeah. or whatever. Right. Not any and, validity. They nobody had a hundred percent knockdown rate. They there was always some part of the story they were like uh, either either they and didn't, all, all uh, that is really irrelevant because mm-hmm. the question is whether or not there's reincarnation. Right. And there's five major religions that believe in reincarnation. Sure. And I, what's funny is that when I was looking at this stuff. I was like, I have never even heard of some of these religions. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 stop here. Those are the facts. Let's go to like um, the facts of like reincarnation and people that believe. Yeah, then their beliefs and what yeah. what people say. Okay. Cool. Okay, so first off, um, from my own experience, <laughs> I have to say that my daughter, when she was very young, said um, something, something, my other family. Mm. And I said, uh, so I didn't want to like push her, you know, but mm. I was super curious. <laughs> I'm like, right. Hey, what what did you mean by uh, your other family? He's like, well, my other mom and dad, you know. I don't even remember what she said, but she's like, my other mom and dad, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, you had a other mom and dad before me and your mom? And she's like, yeah. And I said, oh, really? I said, how old were you when you had your other mom and dad? She said, 10. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My son did the same thing at some point. And, you know, my, my wife, she's a big believer. So she, she, you know, and he started saying that and she's like, this is amazing. But you know what I mean? But so you I gotta, didn't, push you gotta, her. you gotta be careful around that stuff. Like you're saying, you, you know, you, if you, if you think you, you're onto something like that, it's really easy to lead them into stuff. kids. So I didn't push. I specifically, so I'm a, So in college, I took a lot of psychology Mm -hmm. and I would not let my wife press her. Right. I'm like, no, 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 no. Hold on. We we won't get an accurate response. Right. I'm like, she's going to please you. She's going to say what I said. I said, you "You can't. I said, you have to show zero emotion. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but that's freaky. I said, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We have to have zero emotion. You know, it has to be like, you know, what color is that crayon? It has to be that benign. Like, it has to be like so blah that she just answers what she knows. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why I used to say to her, I said, oh, oh, really? Uh, you know, like, how old were you when, with your other mommy and daddy? And so, like, you know, I never wanted to press her, but and I could tell when I was like pushing it. So I never really got like a whole story out of it. I never got like anything like this. Um, right. And, you know, maybe that is part of this, but um, I do feel like there was more. And now that she's older, I've asked her. I said, when you were little, you said, my other family. And she's like, I did. I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, <laughs> and I said, you said you were 10. 
And she's like, yeah, but I'm eight. I'm like, yeah, you don't get it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. when she was two, she was adamant that there was another group of people that she was associated with. Yeah. And it was so matter of fact that she just, it was flipping. You know what I mean? And I, I my son is not that way. My son is not that way at all. And she was, but she, like I said, when I say flippant, that's exactly what I mean. She's just like, oh, yeah, you know, my mommy and daddy before and my family before. And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean your family before? You know, I kept, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't want to like feed her. Right. But I was super curious. And I, I, I told my wife, so I said, hey, if you want to get an accurate response, we cannot push this. You have to be really cool about how you ask her. That's right. why we're not psychologists. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. It's that we don't know exactly how to a- ask the questions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you are going to ask the questions, that's fine. Be really cool about it so you're not feeding her, you know? Yeah, it's and uh, so- confirmation bias and, and um, you know, observation For selection. For sure. For sure. And like, you know, a big part of me when I was reading this story and, you know, heard this story, um, were things put into his subconscious? Right. Who's to say? Yeah, because right? we only the parents were there, you know, they're, they're the ones right. that we are, weren't there know. when he's, when he was like building Legos, you know, right. Now we can all attest that people that have kids that they are always listening. They are. They are always listening. You might think that they are off in their own world playing and they will sell you out in a heartbeat <laughs> when you say something yeah. you don't think that they're paying attention to and they'll come and say it out loud in front of people. And you it, it, you just never know what they hear. So they could have been doing the same the other room in the kitchen going can you believe this i can't believe this look what i just found i just found that this and this and this and this i wonder if he knows about this 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 now if the kid heard it he just relays it and said yeah i know it's making his parents happy you know what i mean it's it's causing excitement kids want to please their parents and it's the same it's we had those cases you remember when we were young there was those cases of the um psychologists that kept misleading kids in this uh, like therapy with people and they would come out and say that like their parents molested them. Well, that was, was like part of the satanic panic. Yeah. There was a, there was this, there were several cases of that where like people came back and said that this happened and that he, you know, that they were abused and blah, blah, blah. And then they had to go back through and like and, prove their innocence. Know, we talk about it like it's Y2K, like, Oh, whatever. Satanic yeah. panic. But there was a ton of lives ruined by that. Yeah, yeah, and, lots of lives. They, I mean, there are people that do a lot of work to get their names cleared because they. Oh yeah, they, man. They were taught. They were told that they were abused, sexually abused their children, because the kids just gonna keep leading through this thing. They would pour out these dolls. Remember, they had the dolls, and they were like, point where they touched you. You know what I mean? God damn it! It's like South Park. And if they weren't, if they weren't happy with where they were pointing at, they were like, yeah, but what did they touch you anywhere else? And, and they just keep pointing until they get it right. And they were like, they touched you there, okay, you know. And it was it was one of those things where they led kids because kids will give you what you want. 
you know, they're people pleasers. Yeah. And like we and, said in the Zimbabwe one, <clears throat> kids don't lie, but they're influenced. That's, that's a, they can be influenced. So it's For not sure. like he's, they're lying. They're, they're doing what they think you want. For sure. So, so it is. So if you're, if, and the, the whole kids don't lie thing is more about if some kid came up and he was telling a lie, all the kids around him would be going, no, what happened? You know, it's just like, hey, you're 10. No, I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm 12. Yeah, the kids, it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll be trying to get them to eat for free at a restaurant and they'll sell you out in a heartbeat. And, you know, who's to say that this guy's dad didn't just feed him, you know? I mean, sure. it's easy. And completely unintentional. Or like he's, he's watching History Channel. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's like got YouTube on, you know. It's right. there's a ton of ways he could feed information to the kid without actually saying. Now they swear yeah, you were that they down. didn't, but they could have totally done it unintentional and not even realize they were doing it. Totally. It's like you said, you're not psychologists, so yeah. And a human resources guy, it's you. you it, it makes me think that he brought out puppets. Yeah, it's just like yeah, you think about that. It's a human resources guy. Where did he touch you? You know, it's like. <laughs> so uh, there could have been a lot of leading there. Um, so with that I'm being not saying said, did I'm just saying that's it's a, there's definitely a possibility. So with that being said, like I know up until now we've been saying we kind of don't believe in reincarnation. However, I did hear a story about the Dalai Lama and mm-hmm. how they find the Dalai Lama. So I don't yep. know if you know this. I do. They lay out toys. Right. So they start looking for the Dalai Lama when they know that the current Dalai Lama is dying. Yeah. So they take like eight holy guys and they go and canvas the countryside. Yep. And so the last Dalai Lama... They took like some holy relics, um, mm-hmm. and these these like holy men basically, mm-hmm. and they start canvassing the countryside, like you know, talking to families or whatever. And this one kid, they're like, "Hey, I, if it's anybody, it's they're like <laughs> they point their finger. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 him." Mm-hmm. And uh, they go up, and he addressed three of them by name and then whatever the holy relic was that they had he's like that's whatever you have in your satchel that's mine yeah there was like there's several items and one of them belonged to the previous Dalai Lama and he's like that's mine kind of like on uh, the last uh, airbender right so (laughs) then he gets brought in because in so they They're not like, this is him. They're like, he has like a vessel that the previous Dalai Lama is using. And they manifest it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. There's other religions that do that. They got, there's like um, uh, one where they they take bites of apples and throw them in the water to promote Right. So they're not like, they're not like, uh, Brandon, you're Anthony. And get out there, kid. They're like, yeah. 
Brandon, you have Anthony tendencies, so like they kind of like work you into it, <clears throat> and that's kind of how a lot of people see reincarnation. So throw it well, back to like every Lama, they, they 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 do like uh, wisdom classes. Like sure, they, they're educated in wisdom, and um, the signs is the aptitude towards that study. Yes. So that that's they wise this person. So they're, they're they're that's a key trigger is is their aptitude for and, uh, picking up on their wisdom classes. I don't I'm not sure way, what those entail, but the way that they see it is like it's like a rebirth. Mm-hmm. So the body dies, but the soul is on. Mm-hmm. Is kind of the thing, and. You know, whether or not you believe in aliens or whatever, but like <laughs> in alien interviews and stuff, that's literally what they say. Right. And then in comes the, uh, I don't know how it's going to work. In comes the, the communist Chinese and they take over China and right. <laughs> we'll get up Taiwan and, and the communists take over the country. Then they usurp. Tibet and oust the Dalai Lama and he's he's not been back so he is not but but um, he is actively trying to get back into Tibet mm-hmm. and you know amid like maybe some political pressure maybe at some point before he dies um, mm-hmm. he ends up winning that war without firing a shot and for yeah. that, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. But yeah, and he's well. Here's the thing: it's and, it, and this this probably stuck in their crawl was that at one point, I think in the '80s, him and Ronald Reagan actually Ronald him draft um, uh, uh, basically an outline for how the <coughs> Tibetan government would function if they got it back. And that he would give up all his political and religious uh, power to a temporary democratic government that was until they could vote in a true democratic government. And boy, they don't like that over there, you know. No. So, so that's 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 that, I think that was the the thing that's that's kept it off the. But there's a movie called Seven Years in Tibet with Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. and. It's interesting. It it really is interesting to see that, you know, that's not really our way over mm-hmm. here. But, you know, you hear cases like this as kid, and you know, it's hard to just write it off mm-hmm. because maybe not all of us are like that, or maybe you every one of us have that inclination, but you know, it's just not honed. You know, right. And now here's the thing with the reincarnation thing is that you hear a lot about like this, like this case right here where the kid was born in 90. The guy died in the 40s. Right. Right. So it's like, what was that space in between? You know, right. and there's, there's was- a, a lot of the reincarnation that I found did that. I did find one, though, where the, the guy, the kid was born like the like the next year after the guy died and that was an in 
happens with some of these cases too is that their past life that they talk about was a lot older and right. the records and all that stuff aren't there to look up sure you know because there was like a woman in Ireland I believe it was they she went into uh, hypnosis therapy or regression therapy right and when she took her back to her childhood she started talking in an Irish accent a thick Irish accent and started talking about her life as this other woman blah 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 and that made it hard to confirm this is like a reincarnation story was that 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 woman lived in like the 1800s in Ireland and they were like you know it was so hard to find you know the shop that she used to work at or whatever you know what I well, mean who's confirmed. to say it's linear so yeah I mean and that that was like I said in that alien interview <laughs> he's yeah. like you look at it as like two dimensional, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It, life isn't linear. It's right. and that you know when you think about it like that, and not that the alien's right in <laughs> the alien yeah. interview. However, when you think about it like that, yeah, it's it's that's a little bit different of an explanation. Like, you know, yeah. who cares when yeah. it happened? Who cares right. that it's you know, 60 years apart from when the guy died. Um, this little kid was, you know, in the 90s. This kid was a reincarnated fighter pilot from World War II. Yeah, it's kind of like our story on, um, 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 what's his name, with the uh, the guy that went into the future, you know? He, right. he was saying that all, all time, ex- at all time, you know, it's, it's all happening right. at once, so... Yeah, there was the story of this guy named Parma, uh, Parmad Sharma. He was born in India in 1944, and the guy that he was supposedly reincarnated from died in 1943. So okay. that was basically like right after he died, he became this other kid. And he had some pretty crazy details that he put out. Uh, him used, he used to have this uh, business venture called... Uh, Mohan Brothers mm. and when he was little he would make mud cookies like and he made up a little shop and he would make these little mud cookies and water you know and sell them like mm-hmm. it's you know you know kids play and um, it, it, after he was like and he would he warned his parents not to, about eating curd and and he never touched it himself and they said it made him very ill after he ate it in his old life and that he also hated being submerged in the bath because he said he died in the bathtub. God well, damn it. When the parents go and look this this up to try and find out, they um, it turns out there there was a family named Mayra, and they ran a soda and cookie shop called <laughs> Mohan Brothers. God damn it. And the guy that managed it died in 1943. And he died after gorging suffered a gastrointestinal illness and peritonitis and he eventually died and he didn't die in the tub but they're the they were giving him these medical baths to try and cure him and he well, he died like shortly after one of those baths so that I thought that was pretty interesting too but you're you're also talking about not only the person that was reincarnated and the person that was 
the who they became. It's in the how 40s, much so. how much curd do you have to eat? To I don't die? know, man. It said gorging, <laughs> gorging on curd. <laughs> that is something else, right? <laughs> There's a Seinfeld curd. Like, it made him. I mean, I mean, the whole brick of cheese is like, yeah, I don't get why you're eating the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got another one though. You may, I, I think I thought this was hilarious. Apparently, a software engineer named Tony Sung, who was an employee at Apple. He sent an email to a Buddhist group. Didn't know that they were hip on the emails, but he sent an uh, email to this Buddhist group in Thailand and asked him if he could tell him what happened to Apple founder Steve Jobs after he died. Okay. And the answer was that Jobs is now a celestial philosopher in a glass palace that hovers over the Apple headquarters in California. But in Malaysia, typical, a group, a group of Jobs admirers uh, performed a religious ceremony after his funeral. During the ceremony, the group each took a bite from an apple before throwing it into the sea to speed up the process of reincarnation. Mm-hmm. And one of the at the temple is convinced that Job has already been born. Okay. And yeah, and he's a divine presence with a specific interest in science and art, and that apparently, uh, more specific deep feels okay. there's need. So apparently, there's people out there that believe Steve Jobs is reincarnated somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to address that in the next segment. <laughs> okay. All right. But, so those are the facts. Those are like mm-hmm. people that believe in it. Yep. Let's uh, let's get to what we think. All right. So, first, let me start off with Steve Jobs. First of all, um, I'm not a like. Uh, let's see how I say. I love Apple. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like Steve Jobs doesn't do everything. Right. Did, like didn't Bill, do everything. Didn't do everything. Like Bill Gates was a little bit more hands on. Yeah. Elon Musk is a little bit more hands on. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs was just somebody that put everybody together. Right. He was a visionary. Yeah. Like there was a reason he got ousted. Mm-hmm. He got ousted because they didn't need him. And then when they were like, "Oh shit, our marketing is going to shit. We're getting our ass kicked." Yeah. Let's bring back Steve Jobs. Um, so maybe <laughs> right. somebody's reincarnated as Steve Jobs. Um, but I do believe in reincarnation. I think that's the only thing that makes sense. Everything else, heaven, hell, they have there's holes in that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not dissing religion at all, but mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense to me that, you know, you're not quite done. Like, okay, like, I'm Catholic. Catholics believe in purgatory. I don't know what the difference between reincarnation and purgatory is. Because you die and then you're reincarnated into, like, a place where you have to, like, make everything right to get to heaven. And then you're in heaven. Um... 
and what is like heaven. you were good but you weren't good enough right <laughs> so like, you weren't bad enough to go to hell but you weren't good enough to go to heaven but it makes a whole lot of sense to me that you're never dead yeah and from a scientific standpoint energy never dies right mm-hmm. so like you know energy has to go somewhere right. and you know who's to say it doesn't go into some random kid in India or sure. like a turtle in Sri Lanka or like whatever you know like life carries on and that's kind of the whole point is that you're this small cog and you're trying to make everything better for everybody around you and your environment mm-hmm. you know yeah. uh, so this kid to me this is a very normal thing and you know, I think part of the reason why he's not in the spotlight is because he don't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. Like my daughter, we literally just the other day tried to bring this out of her. And we said, you know, you used to say like my other family. And I said, you remember any of that? And she's like, no. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I even tried. I tried to like, you said that you were 10 She's like, I'm eight. <laughs> or I'm, she's like, I'm right. six. I'm not, I'm not 10. I'm six. I'm yeah. like, hey, okay, well, whatever. She's like, I'm, yeah, I'm not even eight, is what she said. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. <laughs> That's not the point. That's not the point at all. The point is, you said you were 10. And she's like, yeah, I don't know what to say, man. Are we going to play water karate or not? Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Right. So, like, um, but, you know, when she was little, it wasn't even like she was like a devil child. She just kind of said it, like, you know, it's a fact I should know. Yeah. Like, the sky's blue. Right. So, I don't, I don't, I don't not agree with, I don't, I don't think this kid was lying. At all. This is just like I don't think that the way they find the Dalai Lama is like, yeah, they probably find some kid that has like some kind of recollection like that. And there's kids out there that are special, man. They're, 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 they're just, there are. Yeah. There's like, there's, I, there's... I see all of them on YouTube doing the fucking Rubik's Cube in 30 seconds. Yeah. I saw a kid <laughs> juggling three Rubik's Cubes and right. solved all three while he was juggling them. Right. So Get like, the fuck out of here. <laughs> right? So, so what, what's the difference if he's reincarnated? He probably is reincarnated. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> the I thing the... that was fucked up is when I saw that kid doing that, he had a clock next to him. Right. It means other people can do it. They just can't do it as fast as he could. Exactly. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I can't even do one without pulling the stickers off. So I always say you don't get it all, and you don't. You don't get it all. Like you're not gonna be able to shoot a three pointer and do Rubik's cube. You get yeah. one or the other, right? But I do think, you know, either all of us are reincarnated, and only some people have the ability to harness, um, or you know, there's only a, a certain amount of vessels, <laughs> like people mm-hmm. to fit in. But whatever the case, I don't know, but. I don't not believe this kid. I think this kid was right on. He just, even if he was fed, there's too many things that are a dead ringer for a kid that age to remember. That's like the stuff he said right off the bat. Yeah. And there's, it's just too much. Yeah. The the stuff he said right off the bat without being um, coerced. 
in any way, shape, or form that sure. made him curious in the first place. That stuff can't. And in my opinion, is reincarnation real? Yeah, totally. We're probably all reincarnated, and whether we were a turtle or a person or somebody that died in World War II, yeah, that energy has to live, in somewhere my opinion, else. somewhere else. And why not us? It just makes sense. Maybe you don't hear about all the other stories because they all turn into animals or plants. Right? <laughs> right? Now you see what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, so you're saying you, you believe this story. I believe the story and I believe in reincarnation. I think it only like scientifically and spiritually is one of the few arguments that makes sense because scientifically energy can't go nowhere. It has to go somewhere. So, and if you've ever seen a dead body, I was an altar boy and I've done many funerals. I've been unfortunately at many funerals. Mm -hmm. And when you see that body, they're just not there. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to say that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get you. Except they are just not there. It's like skin, bones, whatever. But whatever right. made them them is not there. Right. Yeah, and I get what you that, mean. That is something. You, uh, whether that's energy or matter or whatever, that is something. And where does that go? And if science says, you know, you can't just get rid of energy, it has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, then where does it go? But it only makes sense that it goes somewhere. And why not into another vessel for another life? Sure. See, I believe him. I believe the kid. I believe, you know, maybe he had these visions. He probably didn't want them. Um, Obviously, he was having nightmares. Mm -hmm. And um, did he have some, did the dad feed him? Maybe. But still, he had some crazy ideas of what, you know, he saw. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I believe him. I believe reincarnation's real and to a point or where it goes I don't know but like that seems logical to me and this kid what he saw and you know my own experience with my children yeah man (laughs) that happens right now for me I think it's hilarious what you just said because for years I've been well it's like you get asked about your beliefs if you're religious, you know. I went right. to a private Christian school, you know that. I went with your wife. Camp um, Davidian. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we, uh, you know, so I've, 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 and they weren't, they weren't by any means at that school where they like force feeding stuff. I mean, th- the teachers were all really cool and like, you no, know and I, mean? I, went to, I went to Catholic school. And so they they weren't pounding that shit on the table. Us. right? They but they weren't pounding any beliefs into us. They were just giving us the information. It felt like I never sure. felt like you know we, you hear a lot of stories about private schools and what they do and that they're grooming kids just the same way as they talk about grooming kids and other issues. And it's like I didn't feel like that at all. Like and I no, especially since I came out the other end, not religious. So <laughs> it was like, and I'm an I was an altar boy. So yeah, right. Feel, yeah. So. 
So, but when I'm when I'm asked about what I believe, my my answer is always, well, I know this: energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Right. So when you die, it has to go somewhere. And so, and a personal story: my mom passed away from cancer. She was really bad, and you know, hospice was there, and they 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 had given her medicine to like knock her out you know and mm-hmm. we called the family in because we knew it was only a matter of time and and literally like the family came in and we sat around her bed as she took her last breath sure and i can tell you i felt it yeah i physically felt i know it sounds quirky and weird no but i don't no. i physically felt this like it was like this release of energy that passed through me i could feel it when she stopped breathing like there was something tangible there so to me that's just my personal experience i i don't know if it was because we were all solemn in the moment i was you know so recently my father-in-law passed and i was gathering recyclables (laughs) and my wife came out and said he's gone and i was literally a minute Away, she was there when he passed. Yeah, it's different when you walk in. And my dad told me he was there when his dad passed. And he's like, he looked in the mirror and said, He's gone, isn't he? And she's like, You know, just shook her head. And he's like, He can feel the same thing you said. Yep. Yeah. There's something there. And so for me, uh, the idea of reincarnation, because I, you have to find out what consciousness is right and if that energy can be transferred as consciousness when it's released that's that to me that's the question and if that's possible reincarnation is possible and even if it isn't maybe there's it's not total i don't i i don't believe in total reincarnation i don't believe that one person's entire soul and and everything about them becomes this other person i think they pick up pieces of them and even the Dalai Lama, yeah, where they believe in reincarnation, mm-hmm. you know, he only had pieces, mm-hmm. and they honed that and they developed that, and, you know. And I and, think that's why I think that's why it starts out young and it fades as they get older and not much older, you know, eight, well, nine, ten, daughter, eleven years old. They 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 stop they stop remembering it, and it might just because that that energy that was transferred in consciousness that, you know it dissipates over time and it's it's moving and flowing into other it goes things somewhere else right yeah and you have with your own consciousness have locked it in and you've held on to it for as long as you could until it it went away so there's a possibility for me of that now am i saying that this kid was the reincarnation of james houston jr uh, i'm not saying that i'm saying it's super freaky the stuff he knew if yeah, it's true. And, and my daughter was like, if you see her, you know, just born pictures, she's super aware. She's not right. just like a baby. Like my son is a baby. Mm-hmm. He's just you know there. She is like, where am I? What the fuck is this? Right. She is like hyper aware. That's the only way I can describe it. And my mom was even like, you know. I've never seen that. She's like, where am I? Yeah. She's like, I've never seen that look on a kid. 
and then, they, get, they they say there's a talk of 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 the feeling of falling in a hole and yeah. ending up in your mom's stomach right so the the, the re, that's, as the reincarnation happens that you you feel it like when you die instead of going into the light or whatever you fall in and the next thing you know you're being born you can't function properly because nothing's working the same but they like you said and it's nothing you get... alert, it's like more, some of it's showing right and she's you know always ahead of everything socially she's like not weird like right. my you know my son's always embarrassed and we're like hey right. say thank you or say hi or you know yeah she's not that right. she is the <laughs> been there done that kinda yeah. it's like she's a very old soul right. and and you know like when I said she was very and flippant. that term itself didn't come out of thin air right 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 and you know it to me like you said that energy has to go somewhere mm-hmm. and it just it makes sense and you know this kid I know they wrote a book they did write a book um, but like books only make so much money yeah <laughs> you know and he he won't speak out on it he's not like on TV so I think it happened man I think that's very plausible and it happens all the time I, think I don't it, think, I think it's, it's just I him. think it's possible I, I it's it's too anecdotal to to say definitively this happened for me like we're not going off of recordings or anything like that's that that's true that's it's, true it's all word of mouth and it's all all this happened and we didn't influence it we're sure of it but you, there, you can't be sure you know there's so many things that could have happened and you know maybe they sparked his imagination when they took him to the museum and there's all kinds of different things but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say that i the people that tried to debunk him and stuff i don't believe them as much as i believe him me too you know what i mean i think that they're bullshit and i think that he is legit has this emotion or feeling agreed and that, that that's very real and that maybe that they harnessed it into this story but they that that feeling he had was probably very real but like i said it's all kind of uh anecdotal so yeah but i'm with you I'm with but, you. I, but i think it's t- totally 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 possible in the realm of us not understanding basically anything that right that when you Said to the to to its base, that energy Sci- science. Or Most people religion. don't realize that energy is not a thing that you create. You don't like have a right. power plant and it's creating energy. It's just taking energy from somewhere else, transferring it into a different totally vessel or different type of energy. So totally. So that's it's not created, and you can't get rid of it. It's it's it doesn't get destroyed. It dissipates. It's that dissipation part of the problem with the Big Bang, and right, mm-hmm. it's part of the whole issue. Like, well, that was the whole is... thing with the Big Bang. Was the Big Bang was supposed to be this, you know, this explosion that all explosions would die out over time. But it but we find out that space is expanding and it's accelerating expansion. There's a great comedian that does a bit about about all the stuff that we don't know, and he's like, "That doesn't make any sense." <laughs> yeah, I've seen that guy. Like, yeah, it's great, man. He's, he's on a show called Crashing. 
Yeah, and he's oh, yeah. he's like he says, uh, "What did he say?" He goes, We're a rock. Spa- yeah, or floating, <laughs> hurling through space. And everybody's like, "Okay." Infinite space, and that infinite is expanding. That means infinity is getting bigger. That makes no sense. <laughs> he's like, "We're all made of molecules." Oh, okay. <laughs> well, how come my hand doesn't go through this chair? Yeah, we right. don't know. We don't know. <laughs> that makes no fucking sense. It's true. That's it's so true. It was such a great bit. I mean, that because that is the truth but that is the truth we don't know and and to say that we do and like for me to give a definitive answer on this i don't even think it's fair because it's so out of the but realm i think of i think i think your best explanation was your mom mm-hmm. yeah and there is definitely a before and after yeah sure yeah and, i believe that 100 percent. there's and like i said i've been to a ton of funerals and they're just not there yeah the w- reason why the matrix was a good movie was because we right. physically are batteries yes so right all right so i think we solved reincarnation <laughs> i think i think we settled it you can tell all those other religions to fuck off hey. well at least like the idea of it and sure. it's possible for this kid to have this right yeah so shout out to hinduism jainism buddhism sikhism and kabbalah judaism <laughs> nice and do we have a list of new countries? We do, and uh, it <laughs> these are blowing my mind, man. I can't get over <laughs> some of these. Me either. So, Qatar. Qatar, the World yeah. Cup. Right. These guys buy athletes. It's great. I love that. They, they get on the Olympics, <laughs> and they're like, he's from Boston. <laughs> That's great. They, they do. They buy the athletes. Which is great because they make a shit ton of money going there to compete for them, and we sure. don't. We treat ours like shit. We don't, don't give them money. They, they don't give them shit. I think it's 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 an outrage. But um, anyway, Hungary, Uruguay, you're, yep, Saudi Arabia, Sri Lanka, Kuwait. Didn't see How that about Kuwait? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Put, put out them oil fires and all of a sudden you got the internet. And... <laughs> I'm sorry, Kuwait. That was that was wrong. That was wrong. Slovenia. Yes. <laughs> Slovenia is uh is an odd one too. And I'm really surprised about the last one. Oh, um Iceland. Yeah, Iceland. If Shout you've out seen to Iceland, the, the have land you seen, of fire and ice. Have you seen the Will Ferrell movie Eurovision? Yeah. Yes, it's pretty funny with with the elves. They pray yeah. to the elves. Yeah. The, <laughs> that's pretty funny. What, didn't he? Uh, there was a movie with wasn't it Ben Stiller where he was in Iceland? Wasn't it? I don't know. Where he did this? He did this story. He was looking for um, oh, Sean oh was, yeah, uh, okay, photographer or whatever. I think they were in Iceland. When they uh, did that. God, what was that? And then he ended remember. up in. He ended up going to. Uh, he ended up going on Mount um, Everest. Yeah. Yep. God, what was the name of that movie? That's a great. Movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. I can't remember what it was called though. But, all right, well, uh, yeah, those are some great. Uh, shout out to all those people, our new listeners. For, I mean, we're growing. Yeah, there's like 50 countries now, man. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like one person in each one, but whatever. Who cares? Whatever. We'll take it. We'll take it. We love you guys. All right. All right. Well, I'm Anthony. I'm Brandon. And this is Everything That's Weird.
For show notes and merchandise, go to www.everythingthatsweird.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And be sure to like, subscribe, and review anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. See you next time.